Welcome to the Juve Hub Podcast. Today, Mark and I are talking about the value of virtues. This is going to be some deep thoughts by Mark Howell and Jonathan Saar. Deep thoughts. No, great topic. I look forward to this discussion. So what are our objectives for today, Mark? Yeah, our objectives today are why are values important if we are going to be a good team member or leader? Um, How can our values keep us focused and then never lose sight of your values? Yeah, yeah. Awesome objectives. Good talking points. Love the feedback of our community. So let's dive in. Why are values important if we're going to be a good team member and leader? And the you know, when I first looked at this question, Mark, I felt like you, we all need to know what those are. Like if we were to be handed a pen and paper right now, can you write down what your values are before you can even get to the, the whole concept of why it's so important? You need to know like what's important to you. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, it's funny when I um, work with different clients and their different groups, I ask them, do you guys know what your company mission statement is? Do you know what the core values are? And nine times out of 10, I might say eight times out of 10, they don't. They take jobs working for companies that they don't even know what the mission statement is. For me, that is the basis of what you stand for. Like if I am going to be employed by you, I want to know what your core values are. Now, look, I think somebody will argue with me. Well, nobody, you know, pays attention to their own company core values anyway. Most companies don't even uphold their own core values or mission statement, whatever. But to me, it's the guiding principle of it. It's if you don't have one, then I would be even a little more worried that you haven't even taken the time to create them. A lot of consumers, customers, whether that's internal, external, whatever, um, we're looking at the stability and the integrity of a company or an individual based on your core values. And so, yeah, I mean, this is a great topic for me. I get a little passionate about it because I think it says everything that you should and want to know about First of all, your employers, the company, or even just individuals. Um, yeah, so that's me. Yeah, so that's. I think that just leads us into why it's being so important. It's like, how can you actually lead people if you have nothing to lead them with? What are right. you leading with? Like, you leading policies and procedures, that's not leader. And we've talked, I know you teach a lot on leadership skills. We've talked about this on this show plenty of times that, that uh, policies and procedures, that's not what we're leading people to do. We're, we're leading people to, like, for instance, a prospect walks in the door and we do secret shops for that person to, to gauge not you know, necessarily how well they read off like what's available. How did you welcome them? you know, was, were you enthusiastic? So there we start getting into these words. Were you happy? Did you smile? You know, those are all things that could appear on a shopping report. And those are the types of virtues that we're leading with. We're not, you know, otherwise we just have robots, right? We can have robots that could be in there and, and read off. They could hit a button and see what's available, place their order, sign their lease. 
and, and call it a day, but that's not how our industry is. So it's like, what, what are we bringing to the table? If, if you were to look in the mirror as a leader, what are you known for? Do people know you for being a happy person, a compassionate person, a courageous person, person, you know, and the list can go on and on, but that's where I feel it starts with is having, having those in, and not just that you think you have them, but that you could easily turn to a coworker and that they would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think even if your company doesn't have core values or a mission statement, I always encourage managers and leaders, create your own. Create your yeah. own for your individual team. If you don't have a global statement to follow, then create one for the team that you have. And whether that's a team of two, five, or 10, it doesn't matter. Know every day that's sort of your war cry. It's your credo. It's like we strive to, you know, make everyone's experience an amazing experience today. Wonderful. If that that's the war cry every day you guys can come in. And that's something that I can to go back to my employees and say, hey, guys, where are we with our core values today? I heard the way you were speaking to the prospect. I heard you on the phone. You know what our war cry is. You know what our core values are. And I'm not hearing them. Like, it's also a way for me to hold people accountable when mm -hmm. you don't have those. Or what's even worse is when you do have those and then you don't uphold your own core values or your company's core values, you lose credibility. I don't want to work for people that, like you just said, Jonathan, you said, you know, what kind of leader are you? You have to ask yourself that. And this is funny. I ask a lot of managers and leaders when they're sitting in a room, I'll say, if I were to leave you here and go to your property and ask your team members privately, knowing that I don't work for your, your organization, tell me the truth about your boss what do you truly think they would say about you? Many of them get a little shocked. Many of them get a little nervous, you know, and to me, it kind of goes in line with integrity. What you do when no one's watching, that's integrity. It's, will you still do the right thing when no one is there to praise you or when no one is there to see it? And I, I love that you brought up the shopping experience. I just had a case um, this morning where I was reviewing a um, or reading a review from a prospect that said they walked into an office, the associate was late, the lights weren't turned on, um, they were rudely uh, uh, received in the office mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. obviously this person was late and, and yeah. aggravated. And then they went into this, you don't have an appointment, you didn't call to schedule an appointment, well, then I'm not going to show you. I, and I just thought to myself, you, we're not in that world anymore. Like you show anybody that comes, we're not appointments only, right? So you show anybody that's there in front of you. To me, that says a lot about this person's integrity. It also is scary to me that, you know, if there are no consequences to that type of behavior, then what will you do when no one else is around, when no one else can report you? So right. it, it scares me. To me, it tells me everything that I need to know about people and their core values um, and what they stand for. Yeah. Yeah. No. Awesome. It's an amazing segue to, 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 you know, despite circumstances. So you mentioned, so that's a, that's a negative situation, right? You, the employees late, there's a prospect already there. You don't get to go through your 
And I think we all have it, like our pre-work routine. Like we got to come in. Is our coffee ready? Is our desk ready? All right. I got my, I got everything I need. Okay. I'm ready to start the day. You know, we have like a little routine of some sort. And when that gets interrupted, that's a perfect scenario of like, all right. So like you said, where did the values come in? Like they went out the door, whether you, you personally had them, the company had them, but in a moment of crisis, they weren't there. Mm-hmm. And that's to me is the testimony of how deep your values are. I remember Mindy McCorkle when she was on our show, uh, I say almost a year ago, I think now, uh, we need to get her back on here. That's for sure. But <laughs> she, she said that she starts off, she has her own like mantra that that's what she, I think she says she has it like in front of her, she reads it. It's there. It's, it's like a creed. It's your, your verse, your Psalm, your, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's there. And it's what you want to live by for the day. And you need to remind yourself of it every single day in order for it to be there for when you need it. Because having virtue in roses and hummingbird situations and rainbows is all well and good, but it's like those situations where you're in a negative situation, you're in a negative situation, negative circumstances. It's that's the true test of whether those virtues are going to be there to help you through them. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, I believe that. I think that we, the more you practice that, and like you said with Mindy, if that's, she wakes up believing in this, it's the belief system that if I say this enough, if I repeat this enough, it becomes a part of who I am. And I believe in that. I think there's so much power in that sort of saying it out loud, living by it, living by those values. But when people, you can usually tell the people that don't have the values uh, of their company at heart, it, 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 it is the people that fail the shopping reports that have bad reviews written about them because in that moment of weakness, in that moment, moment of aggravation, I get to see who you truly are. I get, you show me who you are and, and what's the old saying? I think my Angelo, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Um, that to me is everything. It absolutely sums up someone's core values is that when you show me who you are at your worst, then that is who I believe you to be. And I will always, always see you that way. It, it just, yeah. I, I hate it, but I almost can't wash it clean. Um, it is that moment where I can say, gosh, you know, one day you might treat me that way. I'll be met with that same type of nastiness or evil, I call it. Um, and we know it exists. Like, look, not talking about it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. There are a lot of people um, in every industry that walk around with big egos that don't have any values, don't have um, any integrity. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, and you, you mentioned something just a moment ago that definitely bridges into our third, third objective of we can't let what other people do affect who we are. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do my best to put my head on that pillow at the end of each day and be happy that I gave whoever I interacted with 
my best, that I gave them my virtues, despite what they, you know, you know, running into a, a, a rude person or someone tried to cut me off while I was driving or bad customer service on a call or an aggravated, you know, whatever, that it didn't, that I did my best, that it didn't change who I am. Like I didn't lower my personal standards because of that negative situation. And I think that's the challenge for all of us is not, not allowing the, uh, the, the sheer volume of negativity around us crowd out our light that we have, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's just you and your light shine on, let it shine. <laughs> don't let people, don't let that darkness crowd crowded out in any way. What do you think? Right. Mike? Yeah. You know, I ask people a lot um, in training sessions. I'll ask them when we're talking about customer service and when the customer is foul, um, uh, I'll say, you know, do you think that the customer can control or change your attitude during the day? And, you know, so I'll ask you, you know, like, do you believe that the customer can actually control your mood for the rest of the day? Do, do you think so, Jonathan? It's all oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you can, if you let it eat, yeah, you know, that, that can, to me, it's like you're in, you're put in a bad mood and it's like, I heard this illustration one time, uh, you know, same thing. It's like, you get so angry. The situation is so bad, so mean that you go home and you ask your partner for a divorce or you kick your dog. You know, they're, <laughs> they have nothing to do with what happened, but because you've let that negative situation overtake you, now you're, you've allowed your virtues to, to, to go down and you're taking it on people that are completely innocent of that situation. Does that answer your question? Well, yeah, but if you, you really listen to the way you answered that, you said, yes, I think that people can control my behavior, but then you you actually answered my question the right way. You said, <laughs> if I let them, if I, I let them change my mood, yeah. the answer really does lie within you. So no, don't give someone else that power over you. You control how you receive their negativity. You let them ruin the rest of your day. You take that on. And so right. the true answer is, is that no, people should not have that power over you. It is a sort of game of mental power, mental stability, I guess we'll call it kind of thing where you know what your bad mood doesn't dictate my mood so though you've made me angry right now in this moment i'm going to choose to flush you out later so i don't go home and ask for a divorce or kick my own dog <laughs> i remember at a time where i got really mad about something and i was at home and i was young and i threw this picture frame across the room and it shattered and i was so mad and then the next day i was like well damn now i got to go out and buy a new picture frame and i said why am i busting up my own stuff you know and i thought I let someone get me in such a bad mood that I was ruining my own things. And that was my first lesson of 
you allowed someone to control your behavior because I wasn't strong enough to control my own behavior. Um, that's also a big thing about emotional intelligence. But, you know, look, I think that was the answer to the question that you asked me, I, I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do I get an A plus for how I answered or do I got to work on it a little bit more? I think, well, maybe an A. I don't know about the A plus part. <laughs> we'll just say A. Maybe a B plus. Okay. <laughs> Hey, so Jonathan, awesome. is this a good time to take a break to tell people about some of the courses you guys have? Sure. Let's go to break. Okay. Are you in compliance? When employees make mistakes, everyone is at risk. Compliance training keeps your employees safe. Juvo Hub is happy to announce its new online course, Sexual Harassment Prevention and Training. Learn more about this course at juvohub.com, your helping hand in property management education. So great episode. So in summary, our focus was just highlighting the value of virtues, remembering what they are. What are your takeaways, Mark? Like what, what for our audience today, we've given some thought-provoking scenarios, situations, look in the mirror. If you had a couple of summary statements, what would they be for our audience to take away with today? Oh gosh, a couple statements. Um, you know, I, I like your look in the mirror. Uh, I think Michael Jackson had a song about the man in the mirror. You know, just yeah. look in the mirror. What kind of person do you want to be today, tomorrow? I know for me, myself, I just try to be better than I was yesterday. If I know that I can do something that creates value in someone else, that I could be helpful, that I could be a better person than I was yesterday, I feel accomplished. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for me, it is about watching other people succeed. I think that when you surround yourself with people that have great values, that want the best for other people, you will find that these things live and exist in that world. Um, I have noticed that about through my career when I am in organizations or around people that don't have other people's best interests at heart, I tried mm -hmm. to disassociate myself with that type of behavior because it does nothing but bring me down. Um, so yeah, I would, I would challenge everyone to take a look in the mirror and just ask yourself, what is your legacy in your the business? What is what is it that you want to leave behind? And I think you'll find your values in that answer somewhere. Awesome, awesome, awesome way to conclude the show. Thanks so much, Mark. Mark Howell from How Creative Concepts. How can people stay in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So Mark Howell, H-O-W-E-L-L -L, on LinkedIn, um, or my company name is Howell Creative Concepts. Howell is spelled H-O-W-L, creativeconcepts.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And make sure you check out juvohub.com. We are releasing our new suite of online courses, and you can learn more about those at juvohub.com, ones that are already released and ones that are coming out in the near future. So thank you, everyone. Until next time, class dismissed. Take care.